Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hi everyone, welcome back. Okay, so you have to excuse me if at any point during the podcast I sound a little hoarse. I actually just got back from a two-day concert event seeing my favorite band in the world, Dave Matthews Band. I have been following them. I started my first concert in 1999, and from 2000 on I've been following them. So it was even more nostalgic this year because I think, like everyone else, we can agree Due to the fact that everything was shut down last year, everything got canceled, I was so excited to be able to go to that. And believe me, it lived up to my expectations. If you've never gone to a live concert, I encourage it so much. All right, now back to my other favorite thing, Mackinac Island. All right, today I'm going to be discussing, excuse me, biking the island. This is a question that so many have about it because basically this is going to be your main form of transportation. If you are staying on the island, if you're only staying one night, should you take your bike? That depends. And this can be said because it depends on where you might be staying and what you plan on doing. I, for example, went at the beginning of July. I was there Monday through Friday and I did take my bike. I was not on my bike as much as I thought I would be. But I was very glad that I did have my bike because it was nice to be able to go down and just get it. And I did just find out that Tuesday, July 6th, when I was there, I thought it seemed really busy. I guess that they had record-breaking crowds. That was the busiest so far this year that the island has been. That could have been surpassed by now because I know August is a busy month. So that was something else too. While I don't know that they ran out of bike rentals, that could have been an issue if I didn't have it. So if you are staying over, I am going to encourage you to take a, your bike. All right. It's $15 on the ferry. What they're going to do is you can buy it online or at the ferry um, station. 
they're gonna give you it's almost like a wristband that you see that you put around your wrist but you put it around your bike that's gonna be like a temporary license on your bike the police check the bikes believe it or not because they will impound bikes because they want to make sure that there's not a lot of bikes left on the island for various things and they also do it too um, in case god forbid it gets stolen i've if if your bike gets taken i think i've mentioned this before it's not for reasons that you think it's mostly because somebody was probably drunk and they just grabbed it you will find it all right so know that if you've got that around your bike that is going to be your safety you're fine don't take it off when you get to the island once you head back to the mainland then you can take it off when you're getting in your car to leave so if you are deciding that you want to rent a bike instead if you're like you know i know i'm not going to be doing it we're going to be doing so much other stuff i'd rather walk know that there are at least five um, to six bicycle rental shops and they have all varying of pricing available they also have tandem bikes that you can get they have if you have small children they have those little uh trailer things that you can pull behind it they have a little attachable bikes that go on the back of a regular bike. So if you wanted your child who's not quite ready to ride by themselves, but they do want to participate and a tandem is too big, you could do that option as well too. And give yourself, most of the time it'll say that you want to, um, ha they'll have hourly rentals or how long you want to have it. If you know that you're going to stop to explore, give yourself an extra hour from that point because you want to make sure that you're not going to be restricted in seeing things. So I'm going to read you off some of the pricing, for example, that is available. This one I know is the cheapest one on the bike rental locations, and this is Ribo's Bicycle Rentals. It's located right at the end of the chippewa hotel building and it's down an alley okay and they don't some of the other ones are on the main street that they have a larger selection so the selection here is not quite as large they they are the cheapest it's off by like a dollar or two but i'm just going to go off of this one all right they are first come first serve and they do have a deposit is required on each item you rent for credit um and it's on the credit card this this is just safety for them in case you take off with their bike, all right? So a single bike is um, $8 an hour. A three-speed bike is $10 an hour. Seven plus speeds, $12 an hour. Mountain, $12 an hour. Tandem, $14 an hour. The tag along, like I was mentioning, if you have a small child, $6 an hour. A baby cart, $10 an hour. They do have electric wheelchairs, those are $16 an hour. So let's say that you want to have it for 24 hours. For the single, that is $70. A three speed is $90. The seven plus speed and the mountain bikes are 110. A tandem is 120. The tag along is $60. A baby cart is $80 and the electric wheelchair is 150. All right? So um, what this, you know, this is something to consider if you're there a couple of days and you're like, oh, well, I'll just rent one for 24 hours. Know that it can add up, especially if you have a couple of bikes. All right. So look into that. If you're going to do just biking around the island, you're not going to need to get one that is going to have a lot of multiple speeds on it. Definitely ask the person that you're renting from. They're going to tell it to you. 
If they offer you a basket, get it. That is so convenient to have on your bike. If you have a bike you're taking over, I highly suggest getting a basket or something that you can have on there so you can put some items in there. Items that I'm speaking of are maybe purses, bottled waters, a packed lunch, sweatshirts. You never know what the weather might be like. So even if one person just has it, that is an added bonus. If not, make sure you have a backpack so you can easily have that on you so it's not taking or hitting you on the leg when you are biking. Okay, these are just some suggestions to take into place. All right, now let's say you're ready to take around the island. Know that the island is 8.2 miles. You can bike the whole island except right now they are under construction in the winter of 2020 man 2020 really screwed us didn't it there was a lot of high water and it did a lot of erosion damage on m185 m185 is the road that is completely around the outside of the island you'll see stickers on the island that you can buy and they'll say m185 or i biked m185 and just know that that is what that is you also see mile markers that have um, that are placed throughout the island and they have that on there okay this is a state um, run highway which is interesting even though there's no cars on it so with that being said the part that is closed right now is part of the michigan state parks so that is why um, they have that closed down and it's a little bit more difficult. What they had to do is last summer, what they focused on doing was bringing in more boulders to build along the, the road there for the ones that washed away. And then what they're doing right now is they are resurfacing the pavement. They had a little bit that they had placed gravel in there, but now they need to put the asphalt over it. On the weekends, they are opening it up now for you to ride the whole island. But during the week, you cannot ride the entire island. Know that it is open, though, from British Landing to Arch Rock. So you will get a nice amount of biking in. Don't feel like you're being gypped, okay? I think it might be about three miles that you're not getting in. Know that it is nothing that they can help. They're doing it for the safety of you and for your companions that are with you. It is such a narrow highway. You'll understand when I say why they need to keep it closed because they can't worry about bikers coming in and out of there. They've got to have all of that equipment available to do it. So I'm actually kind of glad this is getting done because the sections that were with just the gravel, you don't want to bike. Sometimes those tires, it can slip a little bit. It was still safe, but I'm just clumsy. All right. So 8.2 miles. Definitely um, when you get done doing it, you can go get the funny stickers like I survived, I biked the 8.2 miles and, and different things like that. If you have your bike, this is why I say if you're like, I'm just going to ride the island and do nothing else, I'm not going to stop. Or if you just want to ride and decide, oh, I'm going to walk back to these places. A lot of people stop at British Landing. They like to for not only the view, but then they can also go hit up the snack shop there, Cannonball. Or they'll stop on the other side at Arch Rock and you can take the 207 steps up to Arch Rock and see it and then venture back down if you want to. All right, so as you are going around the island, you don't need to have a map if you're just going around the island. It is nice to carry a map with you. I always, again, encourage you to have a map of the island with you at all times, even if you have a phone, only because you never know if you might get in a dead spot and it just it just helps you for that reason to have it with you 
All right, so don't worry about vehicles, obviously. There will be horses that you will come across there. And most of the time, horses always have the right of way, and they do. So keep that in mind if you're downtown. But when you're going around the island, just if if there's um, oncoming bikes with you and you're trying to pass a horse and buggy, wait until the bikes go by. Don't. It can spook the horses. It could spook the person driving it. Just be very aware. Also, I'm going to say this too. I know how beautiful the island can be. I know how captivating the water is. I know that you'll want to stop and stack the rocks along the waterfront. I've written about this on my blog. If you don't know about the stacked rocks, go to the blog, totallymackinawisland.com, and look for that article. When you do this, get over as far as possible. If you decide to stop and take a picture, get over as far as possible. Be extremely aware that there are people coming up behind you. And the reason I say this is if you've got a large group of people, I totally get you want to be riding beside each other. You want to be laughing, but you do have to remember this is a road. This is a highway. There are going to be other people coming. So don't not be still paying attention for other people. Okay. So I'm going to give an example. There were five of us one time and we made sure like at first we were kind of riding beside each other. And then I said, you know what, let's just do a line and that way it allowed people that were going faster to go around us we weren't feeling as though it was constricting people i wasn't as stressed about it so just pay attention this is just this goes the same for downtown if you're on the bike and this is understandable a lot of people coming off the ferry they just walk right out into the street and don't be afraid to yell on your left on your right you're going to hear the uh, taxi cab drivers with the horses or the carriages yelling. It's not that they're trying to be rude. They're also, they're trying to let you know that they are coming. They have the right of way. The horses, you don't want to spook them. And it's just teaching you that you are on a road that even though it doesn't have cars, there is still traffic going on. All right. There's my spiel on etiquette with riding the bike. So if you've rented your bike or you've brought your own, Depending which way you want to go is completely up to you. If you're there on the weekend and you're going to be able to ride the whole island, you might also want to see which way the wind might be blowing because at some point you you might be riding into it. So that's something to remember too. And if you begin um, downtown, just um, kind of make sure that you're on all, all the way over on the side of the road if it's possible once you start to get away from downtown it you really start to see the traffic thin out a little bit which is kind of a breath of fresh air after a while as i mentioned there are mile markers the first mile marker zero is actually in front of the marquette park so that's which way people generally start to ride the island so if you're going towards marquette park going heading towards mission point uh, heading towards Arch Rock and then they venture around that way that doesn't mean you need to head that way that just is you could if you want to stop to take pictures at the mile markers if you want to start from the very beginning and do that fine if you want to do it the other way nobody's going to know except you so that is just something to know along there there are six informative signs along M185 you can stop and learn more about the impact of the history of the Native Americans along this way and most of these signs have seating opportunities and you can take that moment to rest and just enjoy it. Then of course there is the arch rocks. The, the steps are steep. If you are able to, 
very carefully look underneath the existing steps because in some sections you can see the old steps that used to be there and i just kind of laugh thinking how we used to go up those old steps to how these new steps are at the very top there are 24-hour restrooms available and water fountains also picnic baskets so if you decide that you want to take a picnic up there that's why a basket is very handy on the bike lake huron beauty is so apparent when you are biking the island it feels caribbean like you're kind of overwhelmed with how blue and green the colors can be coming off this water i've seen it at all different times when it's been very calm but it's been very choppy rainy even snowy and it's it's also very aware how big this lake is because you feel like you are surrounded by the ocean. I mean, it is a huge lake. So you have um, that to also look forward to, is to seeing the beauty of all of the different colors. As you're going around the island, you're also gonna come across um, some different landmarks. On the one side of the island, you will also see the public school, and then you'll see a boardwalk. And you can stop at the school, use the playground. It's a great little area to rest. Uh, the boardwalk is great to stop and just walk over. You get a lot of pictures. You can see the two different lighthouses and capture some great shots from there. Another thing you will see is the um, Mackinac Bridge when you're coming around the island. You can see it off in a distance. I've gotten some really pretty shots even from where the boardwalk is of the bridge in the distance and it is truly beautiful it's it's such a huge bridge if you've not gone across it um the cannonball inn it is known for its fried pickles i i don't like fried pickles it is infamous for this so try try them out um i i just got some hot dogs it's you know it's it's like a snack shop it's it's perfect they've got ice cream and a lot of college kids work there as usual they have a lot of you know they'll say it on there and they have picnic tables there and this is all at british landing so you can sit and enjoy some food if you want to and have that to enjoy um the british landing nature center this is um you get to experience the wildlife plants and geology on Mackinac Island with an interactive nature center. Inside you will find a large cedar trunk, native animals on display, and more information about the natural history on Mackinac Island. There are 24-hour accessible restaurants, I mean restaurants, restrooms, excuse me, a water fountain, tables, benches, and even a bike repair station if something is going on. There's also the this cannon that you can go, it doesn't fire. <laughs> but you could sit on it and take pictures. And then it's a pebble beach. It's not a sandy beach, it's pebble beach. And so it's fun to try and skip stones there. Skipping stones along the water there is a big thing. In fact, over the 4th of July, they have a skipping stone tournament to do. Lots of places. There's some huge houses that you are going to pass. And I just, one thing that always blows my mind when I'm going by these houses is how they built these houses. And then I always think, okay, the furniture going in there. Little things, like if they need to have home repairs, it's really interesting. And these, some of these places, you know, they're not, people aren't even there, you know, year round in some of these houses. These are just vacation homes. This also gives you an option to see some places that you might look at and think, oh, what, this cottage might be something that's available for me to rent and or some real estate that is available to purchase now 
If you are more adventurous and you want to explore inner island with the bike, know that you are going to be encountering a lot of hills. And when I say hills, I mean hills. And I hate hills. I hate doing them even on my Peloton bike. I am not, I've never been one of those people that can stand up on their bike and ride really good. I've always been jealous of people like that. But even with a seven speed bike, I'm not going to be that person that's going to go up and down those hills really well. I, I personally prefer to do inner island uh, walking because it just really allows me to learn the island more that way. But I don't want to discourage you from not taking your bike to go in there and exploring it. And there you can come across some really cool little things such as different little golf courses, the airport. Yes, Mackinac Island does have a small airport. You can also venture through the little town where all the locals tend to live during the winter time. You, nothing is really off limits when you're biking through an island. And one thing, one thing that's fun to do is to bike up to Stone Cliff and where, where that hotel is located at. It's kind of like two miles inland. It's up in past the Grand. So when you go up there and you go to Stone Cliff, you're going to walk around to the front of Stone Cliff and you'll see a path that's going to take you and wind you around. And as you go there, there's going to be a lookout point that overlooks the water and you're going to have a view of the bridge. It is so gorgeous. I, I, even if I post pictures, it's not going to be able to give you the amount of beauty that is shown here, but it is beautiful. So if you, if you bike up there, I remember my nieces and I, we stopped one time and got ice cream at the Rand Hotel ice cream shop. And then we biked up there and all I kept thinking is this is so smart to do because everything that we just ate, we are burning off from the amount of hills that we're doing. And it did make me feel good because they were younger than me and they had to get off and walk their bikes too. We were on beach cruisers. They can't do those hills. But if you go up there and let's say you decide while you're going up there, you see the sign that takes you up to Fort Holmes, which is the highest point of the island. That is a big hill. If you go up, that means you get to go down. So it is, it is worth it if you bike all the way up those places because it is fun going down those hills. But also make sure your brakes work really well to do that. And you'll, you can go up and see the cemeteries throughout there, the fort, Mackinac that's also up in there. It's a lot to explore. As I mentioned, I like doing that walking and I tend to do that on my morning walks. This is why a map definitely comes in handy if you do have your bike for the week to be like, okay, let's sit down, map out what we want to bike tomorrow. And then you have that done. And it's just something that you can cross off of there. And if you're not quite sure about to see what on as far as the inner island, this is when you want to go down to the um, Travelers Bureau and ask them for some suggestions. And they're going to give you all the information that you're going to need. And that is so beneficial. I don't know. if I feel like people really do use this place to its full potential. Know that that is available for you to do with that. All right. So biking the island, do it. Bring your own bike. Know that bike rentals are available. Do not be afraid to do it. If you are not very strong with riding a bike, do get a tandem. When you are getting on your bikes downtown, please pay attention to the traffic that is all around you. I know that you're so excited to take off, but it can be sometimes in the way and crazy things happen like accidents. And just when you are taking off, Pay attention to the scenery around you. Take it all in and then maybe remember, oh, I want to come back here and walk here and see it. 
can't wait for you guys to do this. I know you're going to love it. You're going to be so overwhelmed by the beauty that this island has by doing it. And it's just going to make you feel like a kid again when you're riding on your bike. So a few pointers I can give you also with riding the bike. If you can get a basket with the rental, do it. If you don't have one on your existing bike and somebody in your group is willing to add one, I highly recommend it. It just is so convenient for you to add various items. Water is just, that is a big thing. And even a sweatshirt because even though downtown might not feel cool, when you're riding on the other side of the island, it can get chillier. It's just because all of the wind's coming off of the water. Also, find out too ahead of time what the bug situation might be. You might run into some bugs. I know it seems crazy. Might want to have that ahead of time. Sunscreen is also another thing you need to consider. You might not think that you're going to get some, but you will get some sun. Okay, so check out Biking the Island. Enjoy the 8.2 miles the M185 has to offer for you. And I look forward to next week on giving you more ins and outs of Mackinac Island.